I'm just going to say this up front. If you are driving a Prius, you are not winning at the game of life. Let's just all be honest for a second. I'm sorry to anyone who has a Prius. I'm totally just kidding. But have you guys ever had a moment where you said to yourself, this would only be happening to me in my life? I, I had a moment like that today. I came to the church to get some things done early and use the computer back there. And I came in and on my way in, I was like, oh, dang, I really got to pee really bad. And I'm sorry to say the word pee, but it's very vital to the story. So I run in and I pee and I do my business. And then I just kind of like walk upstairs, sit down at my desk. And it's been kind of cold in the office lately. So I plugged in this heater from like the 1950s. And this thing is amazing. Like every time I pull it out though, it sparks. So I'm a little scared it's going to start a fire in the church, but it's so good. I really encourage you to get one. Um, it's, it's really good. And so I'm there and it's really loud. I'm just doing my work and like a half an hour passes and I, my phone was dead and it was charging. And I finally look at it and I get a text from Pastor Pavone, who was our senior pastor. And he says to me, the cops are coming to the church. I'm like, what do you mean the cops are coming to the church? And he's like, the alarm set off. And I just my, feel my heart sink. I was like, I forgot to turn off the alarm. I just got so distracted by my pee that I totally forgot. And, uh, and like it beeps. And I was like, oh my gosh. He's, and so I'm like, what am I going to do when the cops get here? So I just kind of calm myself down a little bit. I get very nervous around cops. Does anyone else, even though I know I didn't do anything wrong, I'm like, I'm guilty. I did it. It was me. I don't know why I'm like that, but I just get like that. And so sure enough, like 20 minutes later, this cop comes in and it's a lady and she's like, is anyone here? And I'm like, yeah. And I, so I come down the stairs and there she is. And I'm like, it was me that set off the alarm. And she's like, so why'd you set off the alarm? And I was like, oh no, I can't tell her why. But I just had to tell the truth because she's a cop. I was like, I really had to pee, like really bad. And so what she does, she writes this down on a piece of paper. He really had to pee. She's like, what's your name? I'm like, Joey, what's your last name? Lucci, where do you live? I'm like, oh my gosh, there's way too much information. Is this gonna go on my permanent record or something? Like, and I'm freaking out now. Like I'm forever gonna be known by the kid who didn't remember to set off the alarm because he had to pee so bad. Like, I really hope that doesn't go on my permanent record. But I was like, oh, life, that would only happen to me. But tonight we're starting a new series called The Game of Life. And tonight what we're going to talk about and throughout this series is what should our life's view be like? How should we view this opportunity that God has given us? And throughout this series, this board game is going to help us a little bit because I think that there, I know some of you guys can't see that, but there's a lot to learn from this game and God's going to teach us some things through it. And, you know, when we, I'm over at my fiance Jessica's house, and we don't really have anything to do. We decide to play board games. And we're not allowed to play Monopoly because her sister Jamie throws up whenever we, we play. So we can only play the game of life. And I kind of don't like it that much. But the whole point of the game is to be the most successful person. And whoever wins the most money is able to win the game. And so I just realized as I was watching that video, probably a lot of you guys haven't played the game of life. Let me see some hands if you played the game of life before. Like, really? All right, so a lot of you guys. All right, I'm glad because I was worried. So for, for some of you guys who, who don't know, when you start the game, you get to pick a career card. And um, let's, let me go through this and pick my career card real quick. I'm going to be a salesperson. This is much better than the one I picked during practice. I picked like a janitor during practice, and I was really disappointed, but this is much better. Let's see what my salary will be. Let's see what we got here. $100,000, not bad. So that's a pretty good way to start off the game. But throughout this game, you guys are going to realize one thing, is that real life and this are very different. You know, sometimes I almost wish real life was more like this. I wish I could just make a decision by just spinning this or just picking up a card 
It would make things a lot easier because life can be really complex sometimes. And sometimes I second guess the decisions I'm making in it. Seniors, I'm sure you're feeling that a little bit with your choices coming up in college. You know, what am I going to do with my life? How much money am I going to make? These are all really big questions, and they can be really complex. Or maybe for some of you guys, you know, you're a little bit younger, and so you're saying to yourself, you know, Joey, I'm not really at that crossroad yet. I'm not really there yet. But here's what I want to tell you. It's important that you hear what's going on tonight because the world is pushing a lot of things on you guys. The world is telling you guys what success is, and it wants you to live a certain way. Even if you aren't there yet, even if you aren't caught up in living your own life yet, it's really important that you guys hear this tonight. And you learn this now because you'll be way ahead of the curve. And on this map over here, there's some different ways you can go, and you can make some different turns. And you know what? I want to point you guys on the right road. And it's different than any road that's on this map over here. See, these all try to lead you towards one thing. And it's money and success. Because that's how the world views success. Is it's more money you have, it's by fame. And that's what they'll tell you, is if what you're really making it. And tonight, we're going to see what Jesus really has to say about this. Because life can be really hard. And some of you are sitting here in the seats tonight. And your life is going really well. And you're really happy about that. But maybe you're kind of scared because you're scared that you know that it's not going to last that long because there's so many ups and downs in life. Or maybe your life is just on a down tonight and you're really discouraged. Maybe you're struggling with depression and you just wish that you weren't even in this game anymore. You just wish it would all be over. Jesus has something to say to you tonight. Or maybe you're sitting here tonight and your parents are having a really hard time getting along and there's financial troubles and things are all messed up at home. Jesus has something to say about your life tonight. And he wants to give you a different view if you're stuck in a view of depression and hurt. He wants to change it for you tonight. And so tonight, we're gonna look at some scripture of what Jesus has to say about all this. And my prayer tonight is that it would change our views. And this is considered by a lot of people to be a really confusing portion of scripture. But we're going to break it down tonight and see some really awesome truths tonight. And it will have the power to change our lives. So you guys, this is what's at stake tonight. Is that you and I can miss out on the life that God really wants us to live. See, he wants us to live a different life. He doesn't just want us to get in our little car and with our husband or our wife, when we get to put in the little pink characters and have some sons and daughters in the car and just drive around. See, God has bigger plans for your life. And he wants to do some great things at it. And so that's why it's so important that you guys hear tonight's message because there is so much at stake. And I want to see you guys live your life at this next level. I don't want to see you go down the path of destruction. I've seen so many people try to go down some of these roads. And you know what? It led them to heartache, even though they thought it was to a good time. They took this car on this board, and they tried to get it to the partying lifestyle. They thought that would make them happy. But you know what? There are some really broken people who made a lot of bad decisions that they wish that they could change. And tonight, guys, see what God has to say. And so we're going to be in the book of Matthew tonight. And this is what Matthew says in chapter 18, verse 25. 
for whoever wants to save their life. So we'll just stop there for a second. And this is not the end of the sentence. Jesus said something else at the end of this portion right here. But I want to just really zoom in on this piece. Because I think a lot of us can find ourselves in that one piece of scripture. If I ask you tonight, who in the room wants to save their life? Who wants to do something great with their life? I'm sure that every single one of us in this room would say that. If I said, who wants to be successful in the room tonight? Everyone would say yes. And here's the way that the world tells you to be successful. It tells you that you need to be the smartest kid and you need to work really hard in school. And all these things are good things. And here, I want to make this very clear tonight, guys, is that I'm not saying that these things are bad. I'm saying when your view of these things is in the wrong place, that's when it becomes bad. And we're going to see the difference between the good view and the bad view in a second because Jesus is going to explain that to us. But I just want you guys to know that a lot of us are found in this verse. I know I'm found in this verse, especially when the downs and the hard parts of life come. I try and get my checklist out and I try and say, all right, here's what I need to do to change my circumstances. Here's what I need to do to make this fit more into place and make this go away. And see, guys, we are always trying to take our lives into our own hands and save it. And this is what Jesus would say to those of us who are trying to save our lives tonight. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. See, guys, I think too many people in this world are losing their lives because they're desperately trying to live out the American dream. And the American dream is all about you. It's all about yourself and what you can do for your life and how you can make it better and how you can be more successful. See, Jesus says, you are losing your life by doing this. You're missing out on the very point of what this life is all really about. And so I hope you guys find yourself in that verse because I find myself in that. And that hits me hard tonight because I don't think anyone in the room really wants to lose their life. I think people want to know what real life is all about. But here's the thing is we're searching in all the wrong places, guys. We're looking down all the wrong ways. I, I can't believe some of the stuff that people say to me sometimes. The things that they think is going to make them happy because that is not what life is all about. Don't let the enemy blind you and try to get you going down one of these roads, making you think that this is what real life is about. And now Jesus is going to tell us what real life is all about. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. Now, how does that make any sense? How can someone lose something and return find it? Well, here's what Jesus is saying. Those of you guys who are willing to let go of your dreams, your ambitions, and live for something bigger than yourself. He's saying, who will live for me? Those are the people that will really find life. If you let go of what the world tells you is success, and you let go, and you find me, and you take up your cross, and you follow me, that's what real life is all about, guys. It's when you let go, 
and you say, God, I'm going to live this life in a pursuit of you, not in a pursuit of other things. See, guys, we're so caught up in that, you know, money can buy happiness. And we hear it all the time that it can't. It can't buy happiness. I heard a comedian say recently that he believes that money can buy happiness. He said, have you ever seen anyone um, frown on a jet ski before? I, I know I haven't. People are always look so happy on jet skis. I don't know why, but that's like when they're the happiest. But you can't live your life on a jet ski. Eventually, the downs are going to come, and you're going to have to re- live real life because money is not the answer. See, here's the truth, is that we are really selfish people. How many of you guys thought about someone beside yourself tonight while I've been talking about this whole game of life. See, we're all caught up on me, 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 and God is saying, focus on him. On him. Look to him, and you will find what real life is truly all about, guys. Don't let the enemy blind you in this way. It's time for us to stop being such selfish people. See, Everything Jesus is saying right now is the opposite of everything that culture tells us. It's the complete opposite. Jesus and being a Christian is completely different than the American dream. It's living for him and for others. See, and I want you guys to get this tonight, is I'm not saying success is a bad thing. It's our view of success that's wrong. You know, it's, 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 it's okay to have good things and enjoy them. Some of you guys will be doctors, and some of you guys will be lawyers and business people. That's not a bad thing, but that's not what makes you successful in life. Your pursuit of God, and the way that you love him, and the way that you reflect it to other people, that's what really makes you successful in life. It's not the kind of car you drive. It's not the title you have. It's the way that you love him, and the way that you reflect him to others. And it's so important that we see this. And we break this trend in our culture, guys. See, if if we would get this, and if we would truly understand this, the way churches would look would be different because Christians have become way too selfish. And we get so caught up in living life for ourselves. We're missing the mark. We need to lose our lives and really find the life that Jesus has for us. Let's go to the next verse. Verse 26, what good will it be for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? So Jesus is saying, you can have all these things. And he's really just bringing it all together. He's bringing this to the forefront. So, he, so we make sure we get this right now. He's saying, you can have all these things and you can hold them close to you. You can have the car, you can have the fame, the money. But what good is it? If you pursue all these things and you lose your soul in the end. See, it's, it's, it's all worthless then, guys. See, it's something we constantly need to remind ourselves is that this world is ending. It's passing away. It's dying. This isn't our home, guys. That's what Jesus is saying. Don't get caught up in the treasures in this life. Don't get so caught up in the American dream and living for yourself when it's just going to end soon. You know, the Bible says that this life is like a vapor. It's here and then it's gone. 
we constantly need to be reminding ourselves this, God, of this, guys. Because all these things will never make you happy in the end. It will never satisfy you. That's why celebrities, that's why rich people are some of the least happy people you will ever meet in your life. That's why celebrities get married three or four times because they're searching for it in their spouses and their money. And you know what? It's not there. That's not where real life is found. It's all about living your life for Jesus and finding that as your goal. If you do this, your life will look very, very different. And so let's go to the last verse in this section. For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with the angels, and then he will reward each person according to what they have done. So here's what Jesus is saying to you guys right now. Some of you guys are going, why should we do this, Joey? Well, why does this make any sense? Because your reward's coming. There will be a time when all of you guys who stood up to not go to those parties, all you guys who chose not to click on that website, all of you guys who made the tough choices in your life, your reward is coming. It's not in vain. See, sometimes as Christians, I think we, we think that. We think that, you know, we have to do all of this and, you know, we never get anything in return. Jesus said, your reward is coming. Keep your eyes focused on the prize, guys. It's so important that we do that. And so, like I said, I think a lot of you would ask yourselves the question tonight is, why, Joey? Why should I give my life to this? You know, it, it sounds good, but why should I lose my life and my ambitions? Well, here's the first reason. It's because it will never make you happy. It's because these things won't satisfy. You can try. I've seen a lot of people do it. It's just not there, guys. And this is also not the answer. It's not that if you go to Jesus, all the problems that we were talking about before, those of you guys who are going through some really hard things today, it's not that your problems will go away if you follow Jesus. That is absolutely not the answer. That's not the, the point of tonight's message. In fact, your problems might even get worse if you follow Jesus. But here's what will happen. Is that you will be focused on him and you will be in love with him and everything else won't really matter. And, here, and here's how I would explain this to you guys. So if you guys ever, some of you guys maybe, you guys are young, but I guess uh, as some of for the older people, have you guys ever been in love and you've just been, or you thought you were in love and you were in that infatuation stage where you could just be so focused on that person that that was the only thing that mattered in your life? Is that everything else around you could be falling apart, but if you had your, that person in your life, nothing else really mattered? I, I, I know uh, I was like that when, when I started dating Jessica, you know, and that was a really hard time in my life. There were a lot of difficult things happening to me. But you know what? I was able to say, I don't even care. As long as I have her, that's all that matters. You know, life was falling around all around me. But I was like, I got Jessica, and that's all that matters. And infatuation is normally a bad thing. But that's what it's like, guys. When you really love Jesus and when you really understand this, things can be falling down all around you. Things can be falling to pieces. You can walk into a room where horrible things happen, but you could just be able to go, as long as I have Jesus, it doesn't really matter because I know my reward's coming and I'm going to keep my eyes focused on him. And it's a love, guys, when you really get that and when you really understand it. 
Nothing else can really compare to that. It's like nothing else really matters. See, that's what Jesus wants for you guys. Those of you who have a messed up view tonight, he's going, set your eyes on me tonight. Focus on me and see how much I love you. Some of you guys in the room need to realize that tonight because you've been trying this Jesus thing and it just seems like it's not working out. It seems like in a lot of ways, it's falling by the wayside and you don't get why everyone else is so in love with him. You don't get why everyone else raises their hands in worship and they don't want to go and do the things that you're doing. It's because they have that focus on Jesus. It's because nothing else matters because they have him. See guys, if you ask God for it, he would be totally willing to give it to you. If you would just open up your arms and give him a chance tonight. And it is an amazing thing to walk through hard things and be able to say, everything is okay because I have Jesus. If you can say that, guys, nothing that this life can throw at you will ever get you off the course that he has you on. See, he wants a lot of you guys on that course tonight. And my prayer is that you would search your hearts and that you would see that God wants your life on a different way. It's time to stop weighing success to what the world says. That doesn't really make you successful, guys, because it's all going to pass away anyway. Jesus says, well, what good is it that we have all these things if you can't even save your soul? And that's what really matters. So guys, this is what our life's view should be all about. When we look at our lives, we say, it's all about Jesus. And if I can just keep my eyes glued on him, it doesn't matter if everything else is falling apart around me. And so here's what I want you guys to say. And it's an old hymn. And it's, take the world, but give me Jesus. Man, I I love when I actually, have you guys ever met a person like that? And this is, if I was honest, this is something I'm still working at tonight. Uh, I don't have this completely down tonight. I don't have this all worked out. But every once in a while, I meet some people in my life who do have this down. And I go, I want to be like that person because their joy is unreal. See, God meant us to live this life in a certain way. And that's the way he meant it, is that people would say, you can have this world, you can have all it has to offer, but as long as I get Jesus, see, the key is to value him above all things. And that comes when you finally realize how amazing he is in your life. And that's something you can only do for yourself. I can't give that to you tonight. I can't give you that experience. That's something that you need to search out. And that's something that you need to do for your life, guys. And that is so important that you see that tonight. That we would be a church and that we would be a youth group that would say, take the world, but give me Jesus. And everything that it has to offer, every pleasure wouldn't even be enticing to you guys. So don't let the world throw success on you. Seniors in the room tonight, Wherever God calls you to be, whether it's a missionary 
whether it is a business person, whether it's a doctor, don't view success by what they have to say. Whatever it is, whatever God calls you to, that should be the main goal and thrust of your life because you're choosing to find real life by surrendering your life for him. So say, take the world, but give me Jesus. Let's pray. God, I just thank you so much for everyone that's in this room tonight, Lord. And I truly pray, God, that you would meet them where they're at. I pray, God, for the people that are going through life and it just seems like it's nothing but a bunch of downs and that life can't get any harder even if it tried, Lord. And and I pray for them, God, that they would learn what it's like to focus their eyes on you, Lord, that they would value you above everything else, that you would be the main view of their life and that they would treasure you, Jesus. I pray for the people that are on the good road tonight, God, and the things seem like they're going really well tonight. I pray, God, for them that they would still keep you as their treasure even when things are going good, God. It's so easy to forget about you when things are going good, but I pray, God, that they would still value you when things are good. And I just pray, God, that you would really help us be people that really got this, that people that really understood this in our lives, God. I can't even imagine how awesome that would be, God, and how amazing that would look if we really took this, God. I just pray, God, for everyone that you would just give them an encounter tonight if they're searching for you, God. If they just feel like it's impossible to feel you, God. They feel like it's, it's impossible to hear you. I pray tonight, God, that you would give them the strength to find you. We just pray all these things in your son's name. Amen.